The Jets pull off a huge upset over the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll talk about it today on Locked On Jets. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Monday, October 16th, 2023, and I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen or first watch every day. Subscribe to the show for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you'll get new episodes as soon as they're posted. If you're listening on a podcast source and enjoy the show, please give it a five-star review. And if you're watching on YouTube and enjoy the show, give this episode a big thumbs up. These things help us out and help other Jets fans find Locked On Jets. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're here today to recap a huge Jets win as they upset the Philadelphia Eagles twenty to fourteen at MetLife Stadium to improve their record to three and three. All through the summer, we talked about this. The Jets had to survive the first six weeks. They did not need to you know, go 6-0. and They did not need to go 5-1. and They did not even need to go 4-2. and In fact, I think 2-4 and would have kept them in the mix. I, I don't think this was a must-win game for the Jets. Last week against Denver was a must-win game. This was the type of game where the Jets could kind of set a new course for the season. It was an opportunity, and the Jets took advantage of the opportunity. And now they find themselves in great position heading into their bye, heading into these final 11 games of the season, They've gotten through the tough parts. And this was such a this was a huge win. And I love this win. And obviously, like you don't need to be a genius to be a Jets fan to understand why I love this win. But part of the reason I love this win is I don't feel like the Jets played their best football in this one. I mean, the offense really struggled. The defense is going to justifiably get a lot of credit for this game. I don't think this was like the best play-to-play performance the Jets defense has ever had. I actually do think they could play a lot better on a on a play-to-play basis. So like there's how you perform, do you consistently perform well each play? And then there's the results. The results can't be better. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can do better than four turnovers, forcing the Eagles to 14 points. But the Jets, I don't think were like that great on defense. I think they were timely. I think they made I think I think they made the plays when they needed to make them. I think the big plays came when the Jets had to have them. And that and that's why I love this win, is they they, they just kind of grinded it out. Um, you know, it's one thing, I think like every year there's like one or two games on your schedule where just nothing goes wrong for you. And that's the genesis of a lot of huge upsets in the NFL. And if you had asked me heading into yesterday, how are the Jets going to win this game? I'd have to say, I would, they would have said they would have had to play lights out on both sides of the ball. They would have had to have played their best game of the season. I don't think the Jets played their best game of the season and they still found a way to win. And that's key in the NFL because you're not going to play your best every time. You know, again, there are like a handful of games each year where everything goes right for you. Then there are a handful of games where everything goes wrong for you. So for the most part, in the games where everything goes right for you, you're going to win. And for the most part, when everything goes wrong for you, you're going to lose. The rest of the games are what decide whether you're a success or not. You know, Do you make the plays when they need to be made? Do you make the timely play? Do you get the huge turnover when you need it? And that's what the Jets did in this game. They grinded it out. And you know, on the defensive side of the ball, you do have to remember, they were playing without their two best corners. Not just their two best corners, but the two best players on the best unit on your team. And you could even argue that they were without their three best outside corners, depending on how you feel about Brandon Eccles. They just found a way to do it. They just found a way to make the plays when they needed to be made. And that's how you win the game. That's how they won the game. You know, on the defensive side of the ball, the Jets only forced two, three and outs, seven of the 10 Eagle drives. 
ended up on the Jets' side of the field. But you know something? When the Jets had to get the stop, they got the stop. On the offensive side of the ball, was it a brilliant performance? No, not at all. In fact, I think the Jets, you know, Jets are going to need more from their offense going forward, despite the schedule getting easier. You know, I don't think the forcing four turnovers is necessarily a sustainable formula for victory. I don't think that generating less than 250 yards on offense is a sustainable formula for victory. But that's a that's what we worry about going forward. The the key to remember is that when you get four, you're not going to force four turnovers every game. So when you do, you have to take advantage. You have to win. And this game was like staring the Jets in the face. And it could have gone one of two ways. The Eagles were keeping the Jets in it. I think we all know that if the Eagles had played their A game in this game, there wasn't really a lot the Jets could have done. Eagles did not bring their A game. I don't think they brought their B game. They may not have even brought their C game to this one. That gave the Jets an opportunity. But it's one thing to give, it's one thing for the other team to give you an opportunity. you got to take it. And listen, if you're a Jets fan, if you've been a Jets fan for a long time, you know that there have been plenty of games in, through the years where the Jets have been given an opportunity by a superior opponent and did not take it. In this game, the Jets did it. You know, it looked like for a second, like maybe the Jets were not going to take this opportunity. But then came the interception by Tony Adams, the touchdown by Brees Hall. And, you know, you can go into a debate all week whether or not he should have scored on that play or whether he should have gone down and taken time off the clock so the Jets could kick the field goal. You know what? It doesn't matter. The Jets were able to, to get a huge win here. And they've, they've accomplished the mission. And, you know, with Aaron Rodgers out, expectations changed. And listen, I don't think you can ever look – I don't think you'd ever look at a team with Zach Wilson, a quarterback, and have the, exactly the same expectations as Aaron Rodgers. But when Rodgers went down four plays into the season, I think a lot of us thought that this team was in a lot of trouble. I think a lot of us thought, no, there goes the season. Well, not so fast. The Jets are now 3-3. Three and three. They're staring down what should be you know, a relatively – less difficult portion of their schedule coming up, they'll have a chance to run off some wins here. And, you know, if they had lost last week, they had lost this week and they had gone to one and five, you know, even these games that are coming up may not have been easy because I think the Jets would have lost all confidence that they had in themselves as a team. Now they're looking at this, they've gotten through this really tough schedule where you've had four really tough opponents in your first six games and you've managed to get through it three and three. And the Jets have to be looking at themselves and say, you know what? We beat Buffalo. We beat Philadelphia without Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. We did this all without Aaron Rodgers. Maybe we can put these pieces together here. Maybe this is the type of season where things finally fall into place for the Jets and they can break this long postseason drought. And to me, like that's the goal of the season right now. The goal is to end the playoff drought. It's the longest playoff drought in the four major North American sports. It's been 13 years since we've seen a Jets playoff game. And they put themselves in, in great position to do it, in part because they, they've stood toe-to-toe with some of the best teams in the NFL. They beat the Buffalo Bills. They, you know, lost to the Chiefs because of a terrible first quarter, but they were they outplayed the Chiefs for long portions of that game, and they went out and just made the plays that they needed to make to beat the Philadelphia Eagles and get a huge victory. And, again, in some ways, this win's almost better for me than it would have been if the Jets had gone out and played lights-out football on both sides of the ball because, you know, they managed – to find a way to win, even when they weren't at their best, especially on the offense, but even on the even on the defensive side of the ball, I do think that it, it's crazy to say because of how because of the results. But I do feel like there's better football in the Jets on the defensive side of the ball than what we saw yesterday, and it didn't matter. Jets were still able to grind this, this thing out and get the win that they needed heading into the bye, and now things look very bright for this football team moving forward. I had you on the Lockdown Jets podcast. We're going to talk about some of the heroes 
of this win. I mean, you could look at the defensive line. You could look at the group of corners. You could look at a linebacker who's a star. You could look at a couple of the key offensive playmakers, a certain kicker. We're going to talk about all of them ahead on this Monday edition of Locked On Jets. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the best way to buy tickets. You should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to the next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. The Jet season suddenly looks exciting. Maybe you want to head out to MetLife Stadium to support the team as the season gets into the autumn and the winter. Well, you should use Game Time. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of each event, even an hour after it starts. So you can wait. It's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And with zone deals, you pick the section and Game game Time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Quick, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions. That can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. And Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL, L O C K E D O N NFL, no space, for a first deposit match of up to $100 using prize picks. Thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen or first watch every day. Big shout out to you every day. This is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. We have new episodes each day through the week, Monday through Friday, and then bonus episodes as needed. Recapping a huge victory by the New York Jets over the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. The Jets get to 3-3 three and three on the 2023 season. Uh, you know, Two weeks ago, it felt like the Jets were kind of on the precipice. They were one in three. They had played reasonably well in the Sunday night loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, but you kind of felt like the next two weeks of the season could go either way. Jets had two weeks before the bye, and they got wins in both games. They just I think the, the phrase I'll use is they grinded out two huge wins because these were games where the Jets you know, had to dig deep. They had to find something, and they were able to do it in both cases. Who were the heroes of this game? I mean, I'm going to, once again, praise a guy I praise a lot, and that's Bryce Huff. Another sack and a half for him. I mean, Bryce Huff is really making himself a lot of money this year. I said in the offseason, I thought the Jets should have tried to extend him while the price was reasonable. And Bryce Huff is going out there, and he just keeps raising his price every single week. He just He's the best pass rusher on the team right now. I don't think there's anything else you can say. Another guy you have to mention, Jermaine Johnson, last two weeks, after a slow start to the season, starting to come on. And 
the thing with Jermaine is a lot of his plays are like high motor plays. They're like a lot of hustle plays, like the, the Quinn and Williams interception, which is uh, the using that expression is, is feels weird. You know, that was kind of a hustle play. You know, the sack he had last week on Russell Wilson or the, you know, the big hit he had last week on Russell Wilson. Again, it was kind of a hustle play. But the Bryce Hall interception, I mean, he beat his man one-on-one and delivered the hit that forced an interception. It was a huge play in the game. You know, Jermaine Johnson, I think, is starting to come on a bit. Uh, he looks really good. Um, you know, the Jets' corners, they got beat by A.J. Brown and they got beat by Devontae Smith a couple times. The Eagles left some plays on the field. Smith had a couple of key drops. But for a group that was really just kind of thrown together, you know, held together by duct tape, the fact the Jets only gave up 14 points in this game, you know, even if the Eagles left some plays on the field, I think you got to give credit to them. Uh, Bryce Hall had that interception. I mean, look, it was kind of put into his lap by the Jermaine Johnson delivered, but he caught it. And for a guy who really since the start of the 2022 season has looked has looked very shaky, and I don't know, maybe it was something like he lost his confidence after he was after his starting job was taken away because, you know, 2021 he had a solid season. And then the Jets draft Sauce Gardner and they signed DJ Reed. Suddenly Hall is a backup and doesn't look, really look like he can cover anybody. But he goes out and, you know, delivers in this game. You know, he's, I think the last two weeks he's looked pretty solid. You know, heading into the last season, I felt like Bryce Hall was one of the better backup corners in the NFL and certainly delivered in that sense in this game. Quincy Williams adding 12 tackles. I mean, what more can you say about Quincy Williams right now? He's, Playing, he's just playing great football. He's he looks like one of the best linebackers in the NFL. He's a you know one of the leaders on this defense. A guy who really solidified the linebacker position for this team this season. And as I said, as I said last week, Quincy Williams's breakout has kind of I think made CJ Mosley better because now Mosley can do the things he needs to do. You know, he's in the right spot all the time. He gets the defense set. He's a leader in the locker room. It's easier to do that when you have a playmaker next to him because you know, at this point of his career, mostly he's not as much of a playmaker as he, as he is a steady force. But I think you know I think Quincy's really helped CJ in that sense. Uh, you know, Quinn and Williams with the interception. I know again it was kind of a weird play, it bounced right to him, but uh, really fun play, <laughs> really fun to watch Quinn and Williams pick a pass off. Uh, Tony Adams with the key play. I mean that that was like. That was the play of this game. Uh, the, the interception on Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter that set the Jets up for their winning score. And then on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I think this was really like kind of a two-man offensive game for the Jets. And it's the two guys you would expect. Garrett Wilson, eight catches for 90 yards. And I mean, look, Zach Wilson, I think, was struggling to make his reads in this game. And one of the reasons I say that is Wilson had 12 targets and 33 passing attempts by Zach Wilson. So I think Zach really you know, wasn't trusting what he saw out there a, a lot of times. That's that's the value of having a number one receiver is when things kind of break down for the young quarterback and when they're struggling with the confidence. One of the things you can do is just say, I'm going to throw it to my number one guy and he's going to make a play. And that's what Garrett Wilson did in this game. You know, it really, I, I don't think the Jets win without Garrett Wilson's performance. And then Brees Hall on a day where he was kind of bottled up on the ground, you know, only 39 carries for only 39 yards for 12 carries. And that, you know, I think even that maybe oversells it because he had that touchdown where the Eagles just kind of let him score, but he was a weapon through the air. And we know that Brees has struggled a bit uh, as a receiver, but he adds five catches for 54 yards, did not drop any. And that's, it was kind of funny because coming out of Iowa state, that was supposed to be one of the strengths of Brees's game. You know, he was supposed to be a strong receiving back. He was supposed to really help the jets in that area. And outside of like one game against Miami last year, it's been kind of a weakness where he's, he's not really shown great hands, but Brees just finds a way to make an impact on the game. You know, he's not going to run for 177 yards every week, but 
even in games where he's bottled up on the ground, when he can make plays as a receiver. And I, I give Nathaniel Hackett credit because I think he understood that the Eagles were going to sell out to stop the run. So first of all, he did not get too bogged down in the run, which has been one of his tendencies early in the season. I give Hackett credit because even though, even though Zach Wilson struggled for much of this game, you got to keep attacking through the air. You know, in the NFL, you got to win games passing the ball. But beyond that, I think the Jets used those passes to Brees as kind of an extension of the run game. You know, they just kind of got him the ball in space. It made life a little easier. The Jets do a really nice job of making sure their playmakers are in position to make plays. And then finally, Greg the leg. Uh, four for four. He just, he's been so good this year. I'm so happy the Jets finally have a real kicker after all these years where they've brought in these guys who like, there are these guys you've never heard of, these guys from these small schools. Finally, the Jets have a real kicker in Greg Zerline. He's been, he's been phenomenal this year. You know, another perfect day, another day where the Jets need, I guess maybe the Jets didn't need him to be perfect. I guess if he had gone three for four, they still would have won 17, uh, 14, but you know, the Jets are getting what they need out of this kicker. He snuck the, the first one. He kind of snuck in, but he made it. So the Jets, you know, lots of heroes in this game for the New York Jets. They win it. It's a, it was a it was a kind of a weird game, you know, a game with with a lot of bizarre things happening, a lot of weird bounces of the ball. But the Jets took advantage of what was in front of them, and they they earned a huge win over this Philadelphia Eagles team. Now, head here on the Lockdown Jets podcast, we'll close out this game recap. We'll start to look we'll start to look ahead for this team a little bit. What needs to continue to happen? What needs to change as the schedule? Gets a little bit easier after the bye. That's what we'll discuss here on this Monday edition of Locked On Jets. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by LinkedIn. You know, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Jets were so thin at corner that I thought they were maybe one injury away from posting a LinkedIn Jobs listing to find a corner. Well, fortunately, they did not need to do that, but it is very easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Then you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on this Monday. We're recapping a Jets victory, a huge Jets victory, 20-14 to 14 over the Philadelphia Eagles. Allows the Jets to even their record at 3-3 three and three on the 2023 season. Now we look ahead. Jets head into their bye week on a very positive note. And I think that the Jets bye week has kind of fallen at a perfect time. I'm, I'm, a, I'm usually a big advocate for the bye week as late as possible, just because of the physicality of the NFL season. I like having like the the week off where you can rest later on in the year. It allows guys to get fresh for the stretch for the stretch run. But you know, every team is different, and I think that the Jets bye kind of falls at a good point this year. Uh, first of all, it will allow them to get healthy. I mean, you don't want to be without Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed every single week, so that gives them a chance to kind of rest up. And hopefully, Sauce and DJ will be back for the Giants in two weeks. I think it also comes at a good time because the Jets, you know, this first six weeks was all about just like figuring out a way to make it happen. I mean, it didn't matter how it happened. It didn't matter whether it looked good. It didn't matter whether it looked ugly. It was about survival. And now the Jets have an opportunity to kind of reset. They have a chance to look at what's working and what's not working for them and try to figure things out. I think especially on the offensive side of the ball, 
you know, it's been a struggle for Zach Wilson these last couple of weeks. You know, he played great against the Chiefs last week against Denver. You know, I, despite the numbers, I didn't think Zach was that great in the game. And this one was a game where he really struggled. But you know what? The Jets were able to win despite that. And I think that that's such such a key thing because as much as it shouldn't matter, the storylines that come out of these games really do impact the team. And I do think they impact the players. And if the Jets had lost this game, we'd be hearing a lot about the offensive struggles. We'd be hearing a lot about Zach Wilson. Now we don't need to hear that. Now we can hear about, yeah, hey, Zach Wilson did enough. You know, he he, he didn't keep he didn't he wasn't you know he didn't keep the Jets from winning games. You know, Zach Wilson won these games. That allows Zach to I think maintain his confidence level, and it allows that it gives the Jets more time to kind of think through this offense, think through how they want to redesign this thing. Because you have to remember, Zach Wilson took over on the fly. This offense was designed for Aaron Rodgers, and now and the Jets have had to try and figure out how to win games week to week. Now they kind of have a week to think through what does Zach Wilson do well, what's he comfortable with. We can build this thing around what he likes to do. And I think that that's a very valuable thing for this team. And beyond that, I think if you look at the way where this thing's going, the Jets now have a real opportunity to end this long playoff drought. You know, they haven't been to the playoffs since 2010. Well, look at the remaining schedule. It's not that daunting. I mean, it begins with a game against the Giants. Now, I think on Sunday Night Football, we saw that the Giants are, you know, Giants can play with anybody. You know, they took the Buffalo Bills the distance. But this is not a good Giants team this year. In fact, I would even go as far as to say, and I you know, I really don't love saying any game should be a win, but to the extent any game should be a win, I really think this Giants game coming up in two weeks should be a win for the New York Jets. But there just aren't that many difficult games, or there aren't that many games that seem daunting on the schedule to me. Uh, you know, the, elite, you know the, the Jets had maybe the toughest early season schedule in recent NFL history this year. I mean, we've got Buffalo, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Dallas. I mean, those are those are four of your first six games, and obviously, the re- I think the reason the NFL did it was they wanted a lot of early season marquee Aaron Rodgers games, and you know it's a catch twenty two. Last year, the schedule was kind of backloaded. Jets had a lot of easier games at the front at the front part of the schedule, and you know that has its advantage. I, to be honest with you, I kind of prefer it the other way because I think I think sometimes you get on a moment you got a team that maybe not isn't that great gets on a little bit of a roll early early in the season and builds its confidence. And sometimes if you have a really tough gauntlet in the early part of the season, your team kind of puts itself behind the eight ball and never really recovers. Well, this this year has kind of been the opposite, where the Jets had this ridiculously tough schedule, and they just managed to find a way to navigate it. And now things really should open up for this football team. There's really a big opportunity, and you have to remember that in the AFC, seven teams made the playoffs. So it's not like you need to be that great of a team to, to make the postseason. I mean, I don't think there's that big of a difference between the Jets and a lot of these other teams they're going to be competing with in this conference. It could come down to things like schedule. It could come down to injury luck. And the Jets have put themselves in a great position. We we said it all summer. The key to this Jets season was going to be surviving these first six weeks. And that's true even with Zach Wilson, even without Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I think that remains true. And the Jets have survived these first six weeks. And now they've left themselves in a great position heading into the second part of this season. Anyway, that's all for today's episode. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day is our motto. As always, if you enjoy the show, hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening so that you'll never miss an episode. If you enjoy the show and are listening on the podcast, words, please give it a five-star review. And if you're watching on YouTube, give this episode a big thumbs up. These things help us out, help other Jets fans find the show. Have a great Monday, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Jets.